The following program is presented by the HTM Podcast Network. Welcome to another episode of Turnbuckle Talk in partnership with TheChairShot.com, presented by the Hitting the Marks Podcast Network and in association with NDPW.com. Turnbuckle Talk is sponsored by CollarAndElbowBrand.com, where you get 10% off when using promo code JKPODCAST. Turnbuckle Talk is also partnered with Phoenix at FNXFit.com, where you get 15% off all your health supplements simply by using promo code TBTALKPOD. Follow the show on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter by searching at TV Talk Pod. Listen on Podbean, iTunes, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and everywhere you catch your favorite programs. And now, pro wrestling fanatics, are you ready? Here are your hosts, Mighty Joe Morin and Carl Carafel. That is right. Welcome, everybody. I I'm Carl Carafel, joined by Mighty Joe Morin. As always on this program, it is so good to be back another week in professional wrestling. Ladies and gentlemen, this is Turnbuckle Talk. Yes, absolutely, Carl. And uh, you know, before we get to our usual kind of discussion, uh, I think it's been a while since we kind of did like a sort of like a like a weekly recap of um, you know what's been going on. Uh, how are things up there in the uh, in the in your case, uh, even more so than myself, the Great White North of Northern Ontario, <sighs> Canada? Yeah, uh, exactly. I mean, it has been just nuts to be honest when it comes to the weather. Uh, I mean, we've we've thankfully had a very um, mild winter, but the last couple of days have just been hellacious. I would assume the only reason for that is that something is happening with Kane and he has opened up those depths to hell from Jesus. whence he has come. Um, the snow has been falling. Very high winds have been going on. Uh, the other day, two days ago, I, uh, two or three days ago, I actually slipped and fell while at work. Um, last night was again, very, very slippery going around all the properties that, uh, that I check, uh, during my day job. Um, just been nuts. I mean, nuts. What about for you? Uh, oh, for me, uh, I mean, compared to you, I mean, it's been pretty uneventful <laughs> in, in that case. I mean, it's, uh, it's weather-wise, it's uh, been very odd here. Uh, things are melting a little bit. There's even patches of grass kind of going on, but there's uh, ice as well. It's just it's uh, the temperature keeps swinging back and forth, so headaches galore. But other than that, Hey, I got nothing to complain about. So, <laughs> well, that's essentially what happened here too. I mean, uh, yesterday it was very warm during the day, which was fantastic. It was beautiful. The snow was melting. The sun was shining. Everything was just all in alignment. <laughs> it was perfect. And then it got cold. It got windy. Uh, about three o'clock ish this morning it really started to come down with snow which then put a blanket over top of all the black ice that's there now since it was warm going to freezing 
Yeah. So I'm, I'm, uh, I'm about done with winter. Um, I need to move to Florida so that I can just have, uh, sunshine and, uh, warmth. Uh, I mean, I know it's not all the time, but it's better than having myself dumped with snow. Yeah. Well, absolutely. Well, 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 let's move on to some, some wrestling discussion then. Um, and let's kick off with, I guess one of the, the bigger pieces of news kind of going on in the wrestling world this past week. And, um, I guess, a a big signing from AEW in the form of Mr. Paul Wright signing a, uh, what appears to be a, a obviously a long-term deal with AEW. Uh, this kind of happened out of nowhere, uh, Carl. And, um, what's your initial, uh, take on this? Because it was for, for, for me in 2021, it was kind of like, mm, okay. You know, <laughs> it, 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 uh, for me, I just it was uh, like maybe ten years ago it would have been really really cool, but for now it's just like you know to do a lot of the newer audience even know who this gentleman is. Uh, you know, nothing against Mister Mister Big Show. I uh, you know, loved his time in in, in WWE WCW, but uh, just it, it uh, I don't know it. it uh, it was weird. It didn't really kind of uh, move the needle too much for me, Carl. I mean, a lot, you know, a lot of people were, were pretty excited. For me, it was pretty underwhelming. First off, we have to make sure that everybody knows and <laughs> understands the big show is Paul White. Not Paul Wright, but Paul White. Paul White? Are you sure? Yes. W-I-G-H-T. There's no R included in there. Okay. You had written down Wright, so I had to look it up and research it. I'm going, "Mm, something doesn't sound or look right here. So I looked it up and multiple different sources that I took a look at show me W-I-G-H-T, not W-R-I-G-H-T. Just so that no one gets confused. Uh (laughs) We are talking about the big show. Um, the big show essentially signing a contract with the big show mm-hmm. happening right now. Um, you know, all elite wrestling. Um, to my understanding, though, what this is essentially is a commentary contract with okay. um, a little bit of in ring competition sprinkled in there. This is going to be for their new. Uh, dark programming that they're mm-hmm. going to be doing. So essentially, uh, AEW is coming out with a third show that is going to be a YouTube show, yeah. just like Dark. It's going to be a secondary uh, Dark. I can't remember exactly what they're calling it. It's Dark something. Uh, but yeah, that's uh, that's essentially what's happening with that. And um, I mean, you look at the big show and and how much time he has put into the business. You spoke about, uh, you know, uh, Paul being in WCW, WWE, ECW, the uh, the WWE's ECW, (laughs) uh, just to clarify. Yeah. But, I mean, the the man has held the championship in WCW, in WWE, in uh, WWE's version of ECW. He's held that championship as well. The guy has a wealth of knowledge when it comes to professional wrestling. I think it's a really good acquisition. And if he's happy, I'm happy. Some of the reports coming out is that the Big Show or Paul was not happy with a segment that happened backstage 
on the uh, quote-unquote Legends Night of Raw, hmm. a uh, thing with Randy Orton that had happened. And, and I get putting over stars, but I think Randy Orton didn't need any of that put over that yeah. really happened. And I think uh, Paul felt the same way and decided that, uh, hey, if you're just going to create me out to be a joke, I'm going to go where they value me. So, yeah, just, you know, it, it feels like you just kind of mentioned it, that it, it really is starting to feel like, you know, and this isn't the only case here of where AEW feels like this is the place for disgruntled former WWE employees to go. Uh, it, it really, really is starting to feel like that. To play, you know, the, the other side of things, it, just, it feels like everybody who's pissed off with WWE is going to AEW. Well, I mean, it could be seen that way. I'm not seeing it that way, though. Uh, to be honest with you, how I'm seeing it is that AEW is trying to bring in these guys that know what they're doing. Mm-hmm. Right? So you, you've got some of these older names. You definitely do, right? Tully Blanchard. You've got Taz. You've got Jake the Snake Roberts. You've got the Big Show now. Or yeah. Paul White. You've got Paul now. So these are all guys that have been around the block multiple times when yeah. it comes to professional wrestling. And AEW is still a young company. Only in the second year, technically. Mm-hmm. So who better to bring in than seasoned people who can help grow your business and company? I, I think that that's essentially what's going on here. It, it's not just a disgruntled, uh, you know, stomping grounds for people that have been pissed off with what the WWE has done to them. I think that's bullshit. I don't believe that that's, uh, you know, exactly what's happening at all. If that were the case, Enzo and Cass would be there. Two other disgruntled employees with the WWE, right? Anybody that's been pissed off would just go, ah, AEW, it's right there, and I'm just going to go. We're not seeing all of these people that have been pissed off with the WWE well, a good in portion AEW. Of them. A good portion of them. You know, we have, we have Rusev. We have Big Show. bullshit. We have R- R- Rusev. We have, we, have, we, have, we have Big Show now. Uh, uh, Jake recently uh, was quoted of uh, calling Vince an asshole, and, and now that uh, you know, he's uh, opening up about uh, some of that kind of stuff going on. So j- just from, from to, to, to kind of see things from the, the opposite, viewpoint here is that um, uh, th- that's how I'm kind of perceiving it it's just it feels like you know this is where you know if you feel disenfranchised by the WWE you go to AEW and and I think that they need to be careful too and I guess in this case too I mean the, the roster feels like it's getting really bloated you know now we have a, a very very big guy there uh, in the form of Mr. Paul White I apologize for getting that name incorrect but um, I mean the, their rosters you know especially when you throw in all the people that they, they use for dark and whatnot, their, their roster's getting really really big and uh, I'm just wondering if they're, they're spreading themselves a little too thin now I don't think that they're spreading themselves too thin at all um, uh, to your point I, I just I just want to throw this out there just for a quick second um, uh, you talk about disgruntled employees going AEW, blah, 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 all of that stuff, right? How many employees were let go in 2020? Quite a few, yeah. H- how many of them did we actually see go to AEW? Uh, Bruce- Maybe 1.3% of the total that were let go. So yeah. I, 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 for me, and I, I totally understand. I, I get what you're coming from. I get what you're saying. 
I can I can see your point. Mm-hmm. I'm not essentially believing in seeing that point to its uh, full extent that maybe you're seeing it at. Um, when you talk about uh, the roster being bloated, you're right. There is a large roster when it comes to AEW, but that's why they're doing what they're doing on YouTube and allowing a third show to come into being to kind of spread things out a little bit. So, I mean, I'm okay with that because I think we're going to, we're going to really start to see more of like a, uh, um, beginning grounds and then a move up to, right. So that type of thing. And I'm okay with that. We just have to be careful that, you know, we don't allow history to repeat itself. I mean, you know, let's use uh, the WCW, um, as a, um, as a reference here, because I think it very much, uh, uh, applies here, you know, especially when WCW started to do now, and keeping in mind too, you know, with Ted Turner and everybody involved, I mean, there was apparently there was a lot of money being kind of thrown around, but then, you know, we got into when we started doing Thunder, right, where they bit off more than they can chew and production costs got too expensive and we started to run into those kind of problems. So I just tell AEW, anybody uh, running this company, if you happen to be watching this episode, uh, just, you know, just be careful that you don't buy off more than you can chew. That's all I will say. Just tread carefully. <laughs> and and you you know what your your <clears throat> points on that are totally valid. They definitely are. Um, historically, taking a look at things, uh, you're right. They, they well, need to take a look back and and learn from those mistakes. Yeah. And I think that that essentially they are because production for Dark really isn't over the top. No. Uh, you, you get one of the bigger stars that that's being seen on on Dark. Then they do some pyro. They do a little bit of stuff like that. So you know it costs a little bit more for that stuff. Totally. But it's not in like every matchup or or every star that comes out that they're really. Um, you know, going over the top, especially with a production side of things, it's very minimal on uh, dark. So I think that they 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 may have learned a little bit, and hopefully that they have, and uh, that this will continue into this new show that they're doing, where it's just a very minimal um, setting that's going on. So it's not a lot for production that needs to be uh, paid out, and they can focus the money and production side of things on the television broadcasted program that has commercials and, 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 you know, these things that has, you know, all all this money and revenue coming in from the television because Mm -hmm. they're not me. I doubt that they're making absolutely anything from YouTube. So maybe some ad revenue to a certain extent, depending on how many views, because I mean, to, to to generate to actually collect as as a content creator uh, from somebody who's done uh, YouTube, uh, you need to get up into like the, the multiple thousands before you even see any kind of uh, uh, actual funds trickling in. So you, you need to get up into those high numbers. I mean, they're getting into like the, the hundreds of thousands. So I imagine yeah. you know they're getting you know thousand or they're getting they're getting something. But I mean, for for them, it's a you know drop you know little drips in the bucket, right? So. Yeah, I mean, like you said, I, I don't believe that they're really getting very much mm-hmm. per month when it comes to uh, anything from YouTube, right? So, I mean, for that, it's just going to be a uh, uh, pizza party for everybody, right, mm-hmm. type of thing. <laughs> yeah. That's that's really about it. That's all I could see it being. 
Speaking of wrestling on YouTube here, Carl, it kind of transitions nicely into our next topic. Um, in kind of investigating, you know, and this ties into a, a bit of another one too, uh, on a bit of a sad note, uh, kind of investigating uh, what's happening here. Um, those who I guess would know him as Josephus, um, otherwise uh, in real life known as Joseph Hudson, uh, did pass away very suddenly very suddenly that this past week and, you know, a great outpouring, you know, from the wrestling industry as usual when this kind of thing happens. And then kind of investigating what was going on with the NWA or the National Wrestling Alliance and some very curious things here, Carl, when you go to their YouTube channel, every single video has been removed. And when you go to their actual website, uh, com. actually I'm on the site right now as we speak and you go into their merchandise section and it is completely barren of anything, Carl. What are these folks up to? What do you think? What are they doing? Oh, I think, I think honestly, it's just a, uh, a shift. I think that that's what's happening. Um, I think that uh, the NWA, as we know it, mm-hmm. isn't going anywhere. But I think what's going to happen is that there uh, there may be a little bit of a rebranding that's going to be happening. Okay. Um, a little bit of investigations that I've done as well. I've uh, I've seen that the videos are not removed; they're hidden, okay. so the public cannot see them, but they are all still there which leads me to believe that there could be a rebranding that is happening. And what better way to get the new branding on your videos than to just take absolutely everything, hide them, edit them, because YouTube allows you to edit right inside the uh, uh, the YouTube program. Do all of the edits that you need to do. All merchandise, you see, you say it's pretty barren, right? Absolutely yeah. nothing, absolutely nothing in their merchandise section right now. So. Right? Yep. Rebrand. Yeah. So let's let's take all of this merchandise, take it off yep. of the website because we will still be able to make money after the rebranding by selling these as vintage mm-hmm. NWA merchandise. I hope that's what's going on, <laughs> because if not, I'm going to be very, very sad to see, um, you know, the NWA leave. Mm-hmm. But taking a look a little further, I'm seeing reports that the NWA will be doing tapings mm-hmm. very soon. So again, that leads me to believe that there's only going to be a rebranding that's happening in this type of a situation and not a full dismantlement of the company itself. So if they're going to be going and doing more tapings, I am almost guaranteed that it's just a rebranding. What do you think? I'm going to take it even a step further than you. I I do agree that there's probably a little bit of rebranding. I I think that I would hope that they keep the same logo and uh, the same name and whatnot. I know they're part of that, uh, that bigger wrestling kind of network as well. I know they're, they're sort of doing stuff with them too. What I see this more kind of turning into, uh, you know, I'd mentioned editing the videos. This would be a good opportunity for them to maybe edit out the, the Jim Cornette stuff if they wanted to. I don't know if you could, uh, possibly do that. I know that'd be a little strange when you could throw like a puppet in there waving his arms. Um, (laughs) But, um, 
what I see here, Carl, is that, uh, that they're looking to, to monetize things here, for, for lack of a better term. Uh, moving away from, uh, they saw that they got some decent numbers on YouTube and there's a demand for their product, and they're going to start their own deal, something similar to, to Honor Club, uh, something along those lines. That's what I see happening um, because, like we had just mentioned with the YouTube, you don't make a lot of money off of YouTube unless you're PewDiePie or somebody who's been established in YouTube for a long time. Even yeah. if you are the National Wrestling Alliance, you're not going to touch those kind of numbers. So that's what I see. I look at them at uh, really monetizing their brand to, to really start making some money to, uh, to keep things going here. Because otherwise, I mean, if they just keep giving it all away for free, your, your days may be numbered. No, I, I, that's, that's a very good point. Yeah. You know what? Honestly, I never thought about putting it behind a paywall. Yep. I never did. Um, maybe we need to look at putting our stuff behind a paywall. <laughs> We're not yeah. the beautiful people here, Carl, but, uh, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, that's what I see here. And I think it is the right move for them because I think it's, it was great to have it for free for a while. Right. Um, in that same kind of vein too. I mean, MLW has been kind of, uh, Doing, I guess, a little bit of both. You know, they they offer yes. paid and free content as well. Though a lot of their stuff is yep. available for free, but I think the National Wrestling Alliance. I think they really want to. You know, obviously, there, there's some money behind this this brand, and I, I definitely want to see more of it. I mean, the the charm kind of wore off for a little bit for me there because I mean, along with that too. I mean, just it, it's. Wrestling has become a little kind of oversaturated too. There, there's quite a bit kind of going on, and it's really just hard to, you know, kind of like dedicate yourself. At least I find to just kind of dedicate yourself to one brand. Always kind of be always watching that because I mean, there's sure. Ring of Honor to watch too. I mean, there's New Japan. Just this, dude, there just isn't enough time in every day of the week to watch all the wrestling out there as much as I would love yeah. to. But you know, with, with with living a real life outside of what we're doing here, it is virtually impossible to watch all the wrestling available out there, uh, unless you're Michael Jargo. So, um, <laughs> right. but, um, <laughs> but yeah, uh, just, it, it, I'm, I'm excited to see what, uh, what they do. And I, I do hope that they stick around because I mean, when it comes to tradition, tradition, you know, I'm an old school guy when it comes to professional wrestling and I would legitimately cry if the national wrestling Alliance were to go away because, uh, yeah. if nothing else for that glorious world's heavyweight championship belt that they have, uh, if that were right. to go away, that, uh, would be a damn shame. Definitely, it would be. No, I, I, uh, I, I kind of like that idea. Um, I, I would definitely pay oh. it to to watch the the National Wrestling Alliance. I, yeah. I definitely would. Um, no ifs, ands, or buts about it. I mean, uh, hopefully that they make it available on such things as like a uh, a Roku streaming device. I can see that. Um, right, like that would Ooh. be fantastic. I would, I would love that because I have a Roku. So if I have to, you know, uh, pay uh, four ninety nine a month or something for that, I'm okay with that. I would do it. I'll throw this out there too because, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, on a platform. Well, I know I'm not alone here um, as, as an Apple user. You know, with Apple TV Plus, one thing that we don't have on that streaming service, Carl, is any kind of sports related or uh, you know sports entertainment uh, thing. Maybe the NWA. Maybe they could partner with Apple TV Plus. <laughs> um, that that could be interesting if that is a something that happens. Um, I caught it. Yeah, we will definitely um, accept a. Uh, a royalty fee for that one for coming up with that idea for you guys. Um, <laughs> right. Give me some of that Apple money. I want some. All right, Carl. No, Spe fantastic. <laughs> Speaking of uh, money and uh, more signings here, Carl, uh, another one. Um, 
I was actually surprised that he already wasn't signed with this company, but I'm glad that um, they do seem to have inked a deal. We're talking Mr. EC3 um, is officially signed with Ring of Honor. I, I, I think this is the perfect place for him to be. And, uh, you know, he's been killing it with those promos that control your narrative and all that. Um, I think he has found the right place to be. I mean, he was there with Impact for a little while, and I guess things kind of got soured there. We know what happened in WWE. You know, it came in some, some fanfare. It was good for a little bit. You know, that he was part of that absolutely awesome North American um, title ladder match. And then after that, it seemed like things just kind of uh, fell off for him at that uh, place. But I think Ring of Honor is the perfect place for him to be. I, I fully agree. Ring of Honor is a uh, an amazing hotbed of yep. uh, talent when it comes to not only new talent but seasoned talent as yep. well they have a really good mix of really good older mix. guys they have a really good mix of younger guys it is just fantastic to see and and i mean ec3 i i guess you could call a veteran um he's been you know enough, like he's no. he's not a full old school Mm-hmm. But he's like he's kind of that in between type of thing, right? So he's not new, but he's not old. He's 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 relevant, yeah. And he's made himself relevant. You're talking about control your narrative, one hundred percent. Like he has done fantastic with that. Yeah. Like I'm blown away. Like why why couldn't the WWE have allowed EC3 to do EC3 that way? It would have been over the top and worked. Yeah, it 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 would have. It's it's clear that it would have because it's yeah. working right now. Yeah, and I think that Ring of Honor is a fantastic place for him. I'm super happy with the sign. I was shocked mm-hmm. to be honest with you because I I honestly figured that EC3 would just kind of go. I don't want to be locked down to anywhere anymore. I did that already. I did that with Impact. I did that with NXT. I did that with WWE. I did that with all of these companies, and they screwed me. Yeah. Right, so I'm hoping that uh, the things go very well in Ring of Honor. EC3 doesn't get screwed, and everything works out for the best. It's interesting because because it seems like he is. Uh, I have no idea what just happened behind me, but we'll just pretend <laughs> like it didn't happen. Um, uh, live TV, <laughs> absolutely right. But uh, what's really cool with this too is it seems like uh, that he's uh, targeted Jay Briscoe, uh, and they're setting up some kind of feud with them. And uh, yes, please, I'm all, all for that. Yeah. Uh, that'd be that's absolutely fantastic, and uh, definitely uh, a matchup that I want to see. I guess uh, just I would say hopefully they don't give it away on uh, the free um, product and uh, you know save it for yeah. a uh, pay per view uh, if that's yes. even a thing anymore. That's probably a discussion we can even have in itself. Uh, and speaking of big pay per view. Uh, we know now who the the winner of the women's Royal Rumble match, Bianca Belair, who she's going to be challenging at WrestleMania. What do you think of the pick, Carl? Uh, looks like it's going to be Sasha Banks. The EST of WWE versus the boss. You know what? I'm okay with it. Um, I'm okay with it because both of them are, are very similar in size, very similar in work. Uh, they both can do high fly. They both can do mat work. They both can do a little bit of uh, hardcore stuff if they need to. Um, we've seen it from both of them and I'm okay with it. I think that, that, that it's really going to be a, a good match. Um, is it going to be something like a uh, really awesome Lita Trish type of situation? I, I, I don't think so. Um, there, there really hasn't been enough time for that, but I think that the two of those, 
people could 100% do it. If they wanted to, they could make this a, a rivalry that can stand the test of time and uh, go down as one of the greatest rivalries within uh, WWE history. I, I really think so. These two, I think, are going to be fantastic, and I think it's going to be a great match at WrestleMania. Yeah, for sure. I think you know they're definitely setting up Bianca Belair to be a, a star with their company. I just, I'm, I'm concerned a little bit for, for both of them at, kind of at this point because it, it feels, I mean, for, for taking physical stature uh, out of the equation here because, I mean, they're, they're obviously they, you know, build-wise are very, very different. But, I mean, other than that, Carl, the, and this is a reoccurring theme uh, with a lot of WWE uh, people here is they're almost the exact same character, uh, which has me a, kind of a, a little bit kind of concerned is that, um, you know, there's a lot of duplicates kind of going on, but, uh, uh, with this, that, that's my only thing is that, uh, it feels like the, the characters are very, very similar and it'll be interesting to see how they can kind of play off of each other because, uh, I mean, they're, they're both very talented. I think that they have, they have the potential to, to, uh, to really kind of steal the show if they wanted to, but, um, but yeah, that's that's the only kind of weird thing for for me when I look at them, you know, just you know, taking like I said their their height difference and all that kind of aside, that they're very very similar to each other. I'm gonna I'm gonna put a Simpsons reference out here for <clears throat> you because I know both both you and I are a fan of the Simpsons. Mm-hmm. Um, so if we've got an orange, yeah. on a bus, and we take another orange on a bus and we roll the oranges. <laughs> How exciting is that? Yeah. But now if we throw a banana in banana. there. <laughs> Go banana. Right? Well. The yeah. banana's not, it's not going to be exciting. Make way for grapefruit. So, <laughs> right? <laughs> so if we, if we have two things that are similar, whether it be yeah. grapefruit and an orange, right? It, it's going to be excitement because we're going to, oh, which, which one's going to get there first? It's the big Big grapefruit going to get there? Is the little orange going to get there? Which one's going to get there first? Oh, my God. Ah, <laughs> grapefruit. Um, but if we throw something like a grapefruit and a banana, well, shit, we already know what's going to happen, <laughs> right? That's, uh, I mean, that's just how I'm seeing it. So uh, for, for the two similar, I'm okay with that because I think it, it, it could be very well. To go off a bit of a, of a, of a tangent and totally unwrestling uh, related, when it comes to grapefruits, right? Uh, you can go find us on YouTube or, or whatnot. Uh, comedian Aziz Ansari uh, was at a restaurant and saw in the, at the table next to him, or was a table very nearby, 50 Cent was in the same restaurant, okay? And 50 Cent ordered a grapefruit soda and then proceeded to say the greatest thing that one could say when one gets a grapefruit soda. He said, it's it's strange enough you're wearing the color, uh, Carl. He said, "Why isn't this purple?" Because <laughs> Fifty Cent didn't know what a grapefruit was. Oh, Why isn't this purple? Goodness. So thought I'd share that one. Look it up on YouTube. Um, <laughs> it, apparently, it's a real story. So that Fifty wow. Cent didn't know what a grapefruit was. Wow. <laughs> Just thought I'd share that with everybody. But, uh, but yeah, um, Bianca Belair versus Sasha Banks. I think that there's a potential for uh, for some good stuff there. But I, I got to say, um, going into WrestleMania, we're not too far away from it here, Carl. I mean, th- there's a couple uh, interesting matches, but it, uh, it, it it's pretty underwhelming so far. Would you would you agree, or do, or am I completely off uh, off the mark, so to speak? You know, honestly, yeah, I, I would agree. I mean, it's not uh, it's not anything over the top, right? And I think, no. uh, unfortunately, the uh, uh, 
the situations of 2020 um, have Doesn't really help. just put yeah. a damper on it. Yeah. So, I mean, I think that they're really still trying to rebuild everything from uh, from what's happened then. And, I mean, we're still, like, just because it became 2021 doesn't mean that, oh, the pandemic's over with. Everything's back to normal and fine. Oh, far no, from it. definitely far from isn't. It. Yeah. <laughs> You're right. Far from it. Yep. So, we're still having to deal with all of that bull crap. Um, so... Yeah, I mean, I kind of get it. I, I kind of do. It, it, it's harder to be able to have the uh, uh, the pomp and circumstance when it comes to uh, the flash of WrestleMania. So, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. We'll have to see. Yeah, for sure. All right, Carl. Let's get to some breaking news. So, I mean, other than, I mean, we covered a couple of the big breaking news uh, things for the week, but I mean, there, there are some other stuff. And you had hinted at earlier, Carl, of not so much Enzo coming back, because I mean, he's already been kind of doing some of the stuff, but uh, Big Cass uh, coming back al- alongside him. And it, it seems to be a very uh, somewhat polarizing decision. I think people are pretty kind of torn 50-50 on them. Uh, a lot of people were like, yay. A lot of people were like, Nobody cares. Uh, where do you sit on this one here, Carl? What, what, what did you think of uh, uh, Big Cass coming back after uh, kind of a kind of a bit of a scary thing that happened to him? I mean, he had uh, you know he of course he has a history of some seizures and whatnot. So good to see him kind of bouncing back. But then again, I mean, the the I think people still have a really sour taste in the mouth after the the Madison Square Garden thing. I think that's where a lot of people are kind of like still. Well, Kaz XL is uh, kind of what he's going by right now, which is uh, perfectly fine, and I'm okay with that. Um, yeah, you know what? Like the whole seizures thing, plus there's been addiction issues that have yeah. uh, been in there as well, yeah. right? So, I mean, hey, it happens. People people lose their way. Okay, cool. Yeah. Uh, the guy looks to be in phenomenal shape oh, right yeah. now, 100%. He looks better now than he did when he was working with the WWE. So... Who am I to judge anything when it comes to that? If he's out there trying to make a living for himself, yep, let him do it. Sure. If he falls flat on his face, that's his own fault. Yep. Right? So, I mean, as long as he can do what he needs to do to get over with the crowd, make them love him or make them hate him, either way, he gets over with the crowd, he's going to continue to get that bank. And as long as he continues to get that bank, whatever. Who am I? Yeah. Uh, some other WWE stuff. I think uh, really only other one that I, that uh, that I saw kind of really noteworthy to mention was uh, uh, with Rob Van Dam. It looks like uh, him and the WWE are uh, have got a little bit of a thing kind of going on there. I guess they're doing a documentary about him, and um, I guess they've already f- uh, filmed and shot some stuff. And uh, I mean, you got to think at some point uh, that he'll make some kind of appearance. So I, I'm sure there'll be uh, probably a match or so uh, in there. Maybe they'll they'll use him somewhere. Um, maybe like a battle royal, like maybe Andre the Giant battle royal, maybe at WrestleMania if they want to do that, maybe they can uh, do yeah. something there with him. But, uh, but I mean, obviously, I mean, he was a kind of a staple with him and I'm not surprised. And, uh, I'm actually surprised that they waited this long to do something uh, like that, uh, with Mr. Rod Van Dam. Cause he, he had, uh, pretty, pretty damn good career with WWE. I'd say, I mean, I think he achieved most of his success in ECW, but yes. I mean, he was very popular with WWE as well. 
Oh, yeah, he definitely was. Um, kind of what I'm seeing from this, uh, I guess there's been a couple of little interviews that have happened with Rob Van Dam already about this, and he's saying that it was essentially uh, totally open, um, that they like there was really no censorship uh, when it comes to what yeah. he wanted to talk about. Um, now, post-production could tell a whole different story. Mm-hmm. But at least while he was uh, doing the interviews and, and, and able to uh, sit down and, and do what he has to do, they didn't really stop him from talking about anything, whether it was good, whether it was bad, whether it was all about 420. Doesn't matter. They were letting <laughs> him just talk, right? Yeah. So, I mean, good for him. And I hope that they really do uh, include some of that because, to be honest with you, Rob Van Dam is uh, a marijuana connoisseur, right? Oh, yeah. And it's becoming a lot more open uh, nowadays when it comes to uh, uh, weed and marijuana use and and, um, legalized in a lot of different areas, whether it's in the United States or Canada. So, I mean, yeah, sure, sure. Uh, Whatever. This will be good. And and you're right. They waited way too long, I think. Yeah, hopefully not too long. Maybe not. Yeah. Right, maybe not. Yeah, hopefully not too long that people have forgotten. Um, you know, I, I mean, obviously people like us have forgotten who he is, but maybe the people that are, you know, somewhat kind of casual observers, maybe would have saw him and they maybe kind of, you know, oh, oh yeah, I remember that guy. You know, the guy that, um, you know, what was that, Jean Claude Van Damme's brother? Or, you know, yeah, what is right. that? Right. So, but uh, but yeah, uh, cool to see. Um, okay, Carl, let us go to no. Oh, you got something else? What do you have for breaking? Yeah. News? For breaking news, I have got the New Japan Pro Wrestling will be doing a tournament for the unified mm, yeah, good catch. New Japan Pro Wrestling Heavyweight Championship and the Intercontinental Championship are being unified. Mm-hmm. There will no longer be an Intercontinental Championship. It will just be the World heavyweight championship. Joe has a little bit of a sad face for that. And I totally get it. I do. Um, But historically taking a look over things, Mm -hmm. I mean, how many times did somebody hold both of those championships at the same time? Mm -hmm. It was bound to happen. Um, From what I understand as well, we are going to be getting a new championship. Hmm. So I hope that it looks as gorgeous and prestigious as both of those championships already do. And, uh, yeah, so, I mean, there's going to be a tournament that's coming out uh, to, to crown a uh, the number one contender yep. for that championship that uh, will be revealed during that bracket. And, and it makes logistical sense, too, that they would pick that and not, say, like the U.S. title because we're doing this whole New Japan America thing, so that's kind of their thing. So, otherwise... If that wasn't the case, I would say, you know, I would cannibalize the the, uh, the American title and keep the Intercontinental title because that has a lot bit more a lot more prestige, a lot more history. But, yeah, um, yeah I get it. Um, I hope it's not a permanent thing because I I, th- I think that, you know, they actually used that title the proper way over New Japan. So it would be, it would be a little sad um, for them to, to take that away permanently, but, you know, only time will tell. That's right. Okay. You got any other breaking news, or do you want to move on to our match of the week? (laughs) Match of the week. All right, here we go. (laughs) 
All right, so for our match of the week here, of course, right at the beginning here, we have to decide who's going first. you want to go first or do I go first? I'll go first. What do you got? So this week, I uh, – so, okay. I was looking up just some uh, uh, some stuff on YouTube. Mm-hmm. And uh, Me too. we'll get to this a little bit later, but our next show – Turnbuckle Rewind. Mm-hmm. I looked up that match that we're going to be doing, and we'll, we'll let you guys know at the end of the show what matchup that's going to be. Mm-hmm. So I looked it up, and I just let it continue to play afterwards. So it just auto-picked another another match, another match, another match, and nice. it was just going through, going through, going through. And I, it, I came across Chris Hero versus Kevin Steen. Mm, nice. Ring of Honor. Now, I can't remember when this was, but it was a Ring of Honor. The, what I remember from it, though, a fantastic match. I mean, oh, yeah. I mean, Chris Hero is amazing, as well as Kevin Steen. Uh, both, both very fantastic workers. Um, but what I remember from it is that commentary threw out there that Kevin Steen, or Kevin Owens, as he's known in the WWE... Where's the shorts and t-shirt to the ring as a big F you to Jim Cornette? And I was like, wait a second, what? So I actually had to go and take a look and be like, holy crap. That's yeah, true, like yeah. Jim Cornette essentially has said, had said, yeah. you know, you're not a real professional wrestler if you don't have proper gear. Yep. So Kevin Steen was like, uh, screw you. And uh, yeah, so I mean, but fantastic matchup. It definitely was. I've I've seen a lot of matches between uh, Kevin Steen and Chris Hero. Always fantastic. But I was just I was happy to go down that rabbit hole of YouTube and uh, come across that matchup, and it was it was great. Nice. Uh, once again, uh, Jim Cornette endearing himself to the wrestlers that he worked with, and I'm being very sarcastic in that remark. Uh, mine, strangely enough here, Carl, is uh, also coming from Ring of Honor this week, but not from YouTube, uh, as it usually does for, for myself, but from weekly uh, ROH programming. And most recently, this was their, their main event for their calling a championship uh, edition of uh, Ring of Honor television. And, of course, was the... Uh, uh, Ring of Honor World Championship match between Roach and Shane Taylor. Um, wow, uh, is all I can say. Um, pretty cool um, with the the new kind of venue that they're shooting at. You know, they have these padded barriers and stuff now, so they can kind of uh, do quite a bit there. I mean, just a, a great match between these two guys, and uh, exactly kind of what I was expecting. Uh, just hard hitting and lots of uh, really cool stuff here. Um, nice. Roosh still all that. Uh, ROH champion. I mean, uh, he's getting up there for uh, for title reign. Yeah, he didn't have to defend it for quite a while there, but we're we're up over a year with uh, Roosh uh, yes. holding that title. So uh, I was kind of hoping that they would throw it on Shane because I'm a fan of him. And right. um, but um, as of right now, Roosh still that uh, ROH champion. Yeah, there we go. Yeah, for sure, man. Some cool stuff happening with Ring of Honor. I'm happy that they're oh, uh, yeah. uh, doing stuff again because uh, they're one of my favorite promotions out there. Mine too. All right, man, let us take a brief break here and hear from our friends over at Caller and Elbowbrand.com, and we'll come back with our Showstopper segment. Wrestling. A love and a passion we all share. I've started a wrestling brand. The wrestling brand. 
a brand founded on the aspects of wrestling. Two entities working together to create a product that connect emotionally for people everywhere. Collar and Elbow is the brand. Passion and love for wrestling is the drive. I am Al Snow, and this is Collar and Elbow, the wrestling brand. Dictionary defines hero as a person who is admired or idealized for courage, outstanding achievements, or noble qualities. Being a hero in life is far more than words printed on a page. It takes an unwavering code, a compass that points true north always. And in times like these, it takes sacrifice. Hero shouldn't be a word defined by a dictionary. It's a word that should be defined by the best of us. Hero has a new definition. All right, guys, Mighty Joe and Carl Careful back here on Turnbuckle Talk. And as you saw, with our friends over at Caller and Elbowbrand.com, if you use our promo code JK Podcast at the checkout, you will get 10% off your entire order. Uh, as usual, Carl, just great stuff over at CollarElbowBrand.com. Every time I go on that site, I see something, I'm like, oh, yeah, I wish I would like to get one of those. I mean, uh, <laughs> probably good that I don't go there too often. Otherwise, I would have um, way too much uh, wrestling uh, apparel to wear. <laughs> Right, and we are into March right now, which means Shamrock time, mm-hmm. and uh, yeah, so they've actually got a new shirt over there for St. Patrick's Day. Nice. So go and check that out, and uh, add it to your cart, and go and find something in the clearance section, and add that to your cart, and then when you go to checkout, use promo code JK Podcast, and get that ten percent off both pieces. Or if you decide to get more. Either way, it's for your entire order, new or clearanced merch. So go ahead, collarandelbowbrand.com, and use that promo code JK Podcast. Yeah, I'm actually on the site right now, and some this is some pretty new stuff that there's that uh, Shamrocks and Shenanigans. Uh, that, Share your uh, screen, dude. Yeah, I guess I, I guess I probably could, eh? Uh, why not? Why, yeah. why don't we? Uh, we have a little bit of time. Why don't we? Uh, uh, share this with our viewers here. Let us open This up. is something we haven't done. So everyone yeah. that is watching with us today, you are here for a first. We are showing you the collarandelbowbrand.com website right now. Um, yeah, I mean, yeah, that 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 new um, Shamrock and Shenanigans one there, it, fantastically yep. gorgeous. Um, I've, I've seen it on yep. a few people. Uh, they've done some promos uh, and, and put it out there, but it's absolutely gorgeous. And you're right. Like, there's so much new stuff here that y- you can't go wrong. There, there's, there's a little bit of everything for anyone. And it's, uh, it, it's really not like just a very generic type of thing. Um, they kind of really cater to, to everybody. So there's a style for everyone, including women's merchandise yep. too. Yep. And even on here, you know, there's a lot of good brother stuff like booze with the boys, the logo that's very reminiscent of the, uh, the Budweiser logo. Uh, there's a D'Lo Brown here, uh, shirt, which is looking like the Adidas uh, symbol and, uh, in their clearance section. I mean, there's uh, of course that, uh, that mirror tee there, uh, the hoodie uh, some good prices on some stuff. there, already kind of discounted. And like I said, if you use our, uh, 
promo code JK Podcast, so you get an additional uh, 10% uh, discount on that on top of that. So some yeah. cool stuff there. Make sure and check out our friends over at collarandelbowbrand.com. All right, Carl, let us get to our showstopper segment. All right, so for this week's showstopper segment, I figured we'd do something a little bit different here, Carl, and not talk about wrestling, strange enough. And because uh, I've been asked this um, occasionally, you know, what do you guys watch um, on television or whatnot when you're not watching wrestling? Which, uh, believe it or not, is, uh, you know, happens quite often where I want to watch something that isn't wrestling. Um, <laughs> what, what, what have you been kind of watching here, Carl, when, uh, when you're not watching, uh, some good old professional wrestling, where, where do you, where do you been watching these days? Well, I have, uh, cut the cord. Mm. Uh, so I really don't have, uh, cable television. Uh, so for myself, I, I, I tend to watch a lot of YouTube. Yep. Um, I'm watching a lot of, uh, uh, like unboxings and stuff like that. Uh, there's, uh, you know, some, some people that I, that I enjoy watching that do some unboxings of, uh, whether it's Funko pops mm. or, uh, mystery crates or, uh, yep. you know, s- different things like that. Um, but when it comes to like television programming, um, I like kitchen nightmares, mm. right? Which version? Um, I like, uh, um, Gordon Ramsay. Yeah, because he did yeah. some in the UK, and then he did some in the... Uh, in, oh, uh, any, in, any, yeah, any of it. They're all good. Yeah, 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 any of it at all. Um, um, Restaurant Impossible, hmm. um, you know, that's that's another good one. Um, I like Guy's Grocery Games. Yep. Yeah, I, I like the Food Network. Yeah. I do. We like food. So I, we I like subscribe food. to... Yeah, I we like, like food. food. Yeah. Um, I subscribe to, uh, to Amazon Prime. Nice. Um, so with Prime as well, I subscribe to Stacked. TV, which gives me uh, like six or seven different channels that I'm okay with. It gives me Adult Swim, mm-hmm. which allows me to watch Family Guy nice. and allows me to watch um, the Cleveland Show, right? So, so it gives me like some of these different, uh, you know, animated shows that uh, Bob's Burgers. I freaking mm-hmm. love Bob's, Bob's Burgers. Burgers. Good, that's yeah. that's amazing too, right? Yep. Uh, but then nostalgic, I've been watching a lot of Mash. Nice. Yeah, I've been watching a lot of MASH lately, which, uh, I mean, again, a classic show. One of the best. I love that show. One of the best. You're right. One of the best of all times. Uh, The Golden Girls, another one that I've been watching a lot of lately. And uh, then I've been watching Disney stuff, Um, whether it's, uh, you know, live streamers that have been out doing uh, uh, walk-arounds and uh, rides and stuff like that at Disney, or whether it's uh, watching Disney programming itself. So... Um, yeah, there's there's a little insight into <laughs> kind of what Carl Carafel watches when he's not watching professional wrestling. Very cool. Uh, for for myself, you know, you had mentioned you have uh, cut the the cord. You're a cord cutter. I was for quite a while too, but not too long ago, I actually you know did resubscribe uh, to cable television to to get some stuff that. Uh, I want to watch, and I'll, and I'll get to that in a little bit. But uh, one of the, the main things that I'm watching here, and I'll use a, a, a visual aid here. So for those that are listening on the audio-only version, this would be a good time to maybe switch over to the video version if you wanted to see this. But uh, I have been watching a lot of The Big Bang Theory. I do have the entire series, and I'm actually just getting ready to start season 10. Uh, I've been been watching this like crazy. It has been one of my favorite uh, TV shows uh, for quite a long time, and uh, nice to, to get my hands on this. And uh 
Yep, it's um, been a really good watch. And alongside that, uh, and this is one that uh, will probably legitimately surprise you, Carl, uh, of a sport that I've really kind of got into watching, and I actually uh, do subscribe to um, uh, a channel of it on on cable, is I've really gotten into watching cricket, believe it or not. Uh, I've been watching cricket like crazy. Like I've been sitting down and like watching it for hours. I've really started to get into watching the sport. I told you I was going to surprise you. <laughs> um, wow. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I've really gotten into it. it. It's enjoy. It's um, now that I've watched it and I kind of understand it, it's a really, really interesting sport. And for spectators, what I think is really cool is it's like a whole day kind of outing. You know, it's really, really popular in places like Australia and South Africa and over in uh, the UK. And uh, it really is... Like a like a family kind of outing thing. You go and you spend like eight hours there, and you you just enjoy yourself. And uh, I think it's it's a really cool uh, athletic sport, and it's also a really good outing for the uh, the fans and the spectators of it. I mean, not so much right at the very moment, but you know, thanks to um, channels like Cricket Plus here in Canada, you know, you can watch uh, all kinds of it on television, uh, and you can uh, of course stream it on uh, your devices as well. So yeah, it's something I've really got into watching. Wow, I've I've tried to. I definitely <laughs> yeah. have. Uh, maybe it's a lack of understanding. I'm not sure, but I just haven't really been able to get into uh, yep. into cricket. Yeah. Um, tennis. I enjoy watching tennis. Yep. But uh, yeah, no, that's I'm blown away, dude. <laughs> never, never would I yep. have thought that uh, uh, that you would be a cricket. Fan right, and, and I wasn't for a long time. And, uh, and another big thing that I've been watching, of course, is uh, a lot of Apple TV Plus, because um, uh, they that comes bundled with uh, the whole Apple One subscription. And they they they're, they don't have a ton of content, but it is starting to, to get up there. You know, they have some good movies. Um, you know, there's uh, they have some good exclusives. One of the big ones there's a Tom Hanks uh, World War II movie called Greyhound on there. That's really yes. really good. Um, you know, shows like C. Uh, it was a really good one where it's basically like the premises that takes place in the future, but everybody has lo- lost the ability to, to see. But yeah, there's these two kids that are born with the gift of sight, and, and, and it's very much like a similar to like a Game of Thrones kind of uh, uh, series. Uh, there's some good documentaries. Just recently, they did one on uh, Billie Eilish and uh, on her, and then you can see how. Um, how she essentially makes her music out of her bedroom on a Apple computer with her and her brother. So it's uh, yeah, some pretty cool stuff there. That um, yeah, there's tons of great content, and it's not very expensive. And um, I think the majority of people. Well, what's been really cool with them, Carl, is they they did that um, back. Oh, for, I guess a little over a year now. If you bought a new Apple device, you got a year worth of Apple TV Plus. So a lot of people have been getting Apple TV Plus for free, and they've actually extended that almost into this coming summer. So they're they're really giving their... their users a chance to see what they got and uh, hopefully a lot of people will c- choose to continue to subscribe and go for the, that Apple One subscription if you go onto their website if you're somebody who owns one of their products uh, especially an iPhone and if you own a couple of other products it just it, it makes sense to get that subscription because you get a lot of uh, iCloud storage you get Apple, uh, Apple Music Apple Arcade um, you can get Apple uh, you get Fitness Plus and News and all that kind of stuff they, they have a really solid uh, subscription service there and uh been making nice. good use of it, and uh, that, uh, there's some good shows on uh, there. But like I said, it would be really cool for to put over the top for myself if they could get one of these wrestling uh, uh, companies involved somehow. That would be pretty cool. Yeah, definitely. But uh, other than that, you had mentioned some other ones too, like uh, you know Bob's Burgers. 
I love that friggin' show. I watched that like crazy <laughs> right. too. And you know, and one thing that I've gotten into over the last few years is I like getting full box sets of some of my favorite TV shows. And I do have some other ones, you know, that are like, have like big nostalgic value for me, like the uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles animated show. I have that. I have some other ones, some good, uh, you know, Star Trek, the next generation. I have that entire series. I, I like binge watching some of my favorite shows. I put it in and I'll watch like five or six episodes. I just lose nice. myself in it. So it's a nice uh, release from, you know, if I'm not doing work or not doing this. Yeah. It's usually what I'm up to, watching some of my favorite stuff. Sweet. <laughs> All right, man. Well, I guess that about wraps up here for this week. Um, what do you want to get out there before we, uh, before we head over today? As always, we just want to make sure that you guys go and follow us, whether it's on Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter. You can find us at TB Talk Pod. As well, we do have a YouTube channel. Go and search out Turnbuckle Talk on YouTube and look for our logo. If you're not sure what the logo looks like, well, look at our Facebook page. It's right there. Look at our Twitter. Look at our Instagram. The logo is right there. Um, go and find that on YouTube. Subscribe. Hit that notification bell so that when we go live, you get it on YouTube as well. We have our our other sponsor there, Phoenix at fnxfit.com. If you're looking for supplements for uh, help with that workout, go and check out fnxfit.com. Use promo code TBTALKPOD. You're going to get 15% off your order. Great stuff over there. I absolutely love every product that's there that I have tried. Um, go and give them a uh, look-see and uh, make a purchase. Don't forget, though, TBTALKPOD. You're going to get 15% off that entire order. Joe, I want you to mention something for us here. What have we got coming up? Yes, on uh, on Turbuckle Rewind this week over on the Love Wrestling platform. Um, tying in to actually quite a bit of what we talked about in this episode, uh, sticking with Ring of Honor, we're going to be going and breaking down Marty Skrull's debut match in Ring of Honor over in the UK uh, versus Dalton Castle. Dude, I'm looking forward to that. Those are two of my favorite guys to watch. And um, oh, yeah. I'm excited to cover that one, uh, especially Dalton Castle. And then just that seeing the the villain kind of doing this thing it, it's gonna be fun i'm really looking forward to breaking down that match it's um it's gonna be fun i definitely am too you got anything else for us today any plugs anything you need to get out there uh again you know just outside of uh, of what we do here over uh, with turnbuckle talk you know of course we are part of the htm podcast network make sure and check out all the great shows over there uh jargo and rick with the hitting the marks and uh, all the other great uh, shows uh, that we have there as well and, and of course uh a shout out to our friends over at uh, lovewrestling.ca make sure and check them out as well alongside us there's tons of other great content out there um make sure and check it all out uh, it's we're all over the place Awesome. <laughs> All right, man. I got wraps up for this week. I will see you guys on the next one. TheChairShot.com is your home for hard-hitting reviews, news, opinion, and analysis with attitude. Why? Because you're smarter than the average fan. 
TheChairShot.com. Always use your head. It's me, it's me. It's an honor to be the beat. As you can tell in the background, we are out celebrating. That is what we do here at HittingTheParks.com. And I invite everyone to continue to tune in to Turnbuckle Talk. But check out all of our other shows. We have content, especially up by the flagship show. You can find that all at HittingTheParks.com. Run.